October has arrived with all of its offerings, the sights, the sounds, the crisp morning air, and even crispier apples, except for mine. My apple trees did not produce a single delectable, delicious apple this year. We had such weird weather that none of my apples turned out good. But I still love this kaleidoscope month of color and change and everything it brings our way. If you're so inclined, why don't you drop me a line or two? Write to stories at Delilah.com and tell me your favorite things about October or about fall or heck, your favorite things about anything or anyone. I love reading your stories. Today, I have a story to share with you. It's about a woman I have long admired, and I've been fortunate to get to know a little bit better. I invited her to join us on Love Someone with Delilah, and I invited her to join me this month because, as you all know, October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and that works into the equation of today's show as well. You'll probably be familiar with her name because it's also the name of her best-selling cosmetics brand that I have raved about for quite some time, Laura Geller. Her story begins in New York, where she was born, raised, and grew to love beauty and Broadway. By happy coincidence, she became a theatrical makeup artist and then went on to open her namesake makeup studio on Manhattan's Upper East Side. 25 years later, Laura Geller Beauty focuses on empowering the invisible generation of women, those of us over 40, whose needs are often overlooked in many ways, the beauty community being no exception. She made it her mission to cater her products to mature women with pro-age messaging that makes us feel seen and beautiful. Started by a woman, it's made by a woman, and it's made specifically with the finest ingredients for those women over 40, like me. And I love it. I love it. And I feel so beautiful when I use her products. As a breast cancer survivor, Laura Geller and Laura Geller Beauty supports charities that in turn support cancer patients, specifically working with cancer and careers, a top resource for working women with cancer. And they've partnered with actress Fran Drescher's charity, creating a makeup kit that shares 20% of its proceeds with Cancer Schmancer. She is also generous supported the Dubin Breast Center where she received her treatments and she's committed to women fighting this fight as well as determined to dispense with the stigmatism of aging in our youth obsessed culture. I'm excited to welcome Laura Geller to the podcast today just after I give one of my sponsors a well-deserved shout out. My friends, family, and listeners know my love of tea, especially all things that come from the Bigelow Blends. Did you know that they have an incredible line of wellness teas called Bigelow Benefits? Benefit Tea Blends help to fuel our bodies with quality ingredients that are both good for you and full of aromatic flavor. 
Maintaining our health is important all the year through, but the months spent indoors can be especially challenging with blends such as lemon and echinacea to support our immune system, rose and mint for stress relief, chamomile and lavender for a good night's sleep, and others that help to create balance, focus, and even one to help calm tummies. They've got me and my family covered. Cold weather is coming, but you can rise to the challenge like the satisfying steam from a hot mug of Bigelow Benefits Wellness Tea. Let's commit to keeping ourselves as healthy as we can by sipping a cup together as I play all your requests and dedications over the airwaves each night. With me today is the amazing, beautiful Laura Geller. Laura, welcome to Love Someone with Delilah. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so good to be here. Delilah, I just want to comment how good you look. You look so terrific. Well, that's thanks to you. Laura, I got to tell you this. My sister, my sister who is far more cool than me, like she's hip and I'm not. And I don't know how she pulls that off since she doesn't have a TV, but somehow she knows, you know, the little sweaters that you tuck in the front and the right length of your jeans and whether you're supposed to cuff them or not. She's up on all that. So I told my sister when I first got your products, Laura Geller products, I said, and I can't wear these. These are really cool. These are really hip. These are really young. And she could, she sat me down and she said, no, no, no. Let me tell you about this lady. Let me tell you about this company because she had done the research. She said, it's Thank owned you. by a woman. And all the products, everything is created without harming anything. It's natural. It's safe. And she said, but it's all made for women who are mature. And I'm like, you're kidding me. Like, I I can wear this? Like, I won't look goofy? And she said, no, you'll look beautiful. So I have a friend who is a makeup artist who came and showed me how to best use the palettes, what good, colors good. best work with me. And good. I don't think a day has gone by, except when I'm camping, that I don't have at least two or three of your products on. Really? Yeah. And you do it yourself. You do it yourself. Well, yeah, she showed me how. So, you know, it's kind of paint it's, by numbers once you figure it out. Yeah. Like, this is one of my favorites. The Balance and Brighton. I think that, or is that Bronze and Brighton? This is the Bronze and Brighton. That was the first item I launched on QVC that was the bake technology, this whole thing. Um, and it set the whole trend of my business two decades ago to having to do everything baked because people love it so much. I love it so much. And the spackle. And the spackle. Even if I don't wear makeup, even if I don't do anything else, I have to put the spackle on after I you know, do yeah. my cleanse routine in the morning. And I feel beautiful. Good. I'm so glad because you look freaking gorgeous. You know, the backstory with Spackle was I was Deborah Norville's makeup artist, her backup makeup artist. I'm talking 30 years ago, 25 years ago. And I used to go to do her makeup and she used to say, I need more than makeup today. Give me some Spackle. It's, it was a, it's a tongue in cheek expression used by a lot of women all the time. Nora Ephron used to say that all the time, too. And I had an aha moment because QVC was pressuring me to come up with new ideas. And I said, what if I make a product? I knew what she wanted for her face, what she was complaining about. I said, what if I come up with a product? and name it Spackle. But I had to buy the rights for the use of the name by the paint company called Muralo that owns Spackle, which is 
still on the walls. The first time I saw it, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's because I I love to buy old houses and refurbish them. So I have spackled a million walls and I have yeah. kids that put holes in walls. You know, I got to put a mm-hmm. picture here in the middle of the wall. You had to put a, na- a you know, a four inch nail. But the, I would just whip out the spackle. So when I saw the, the name the name on the box, I'm like, oh, my God, that's hysterical. I know. I know. I, let me tell you, who knew that like I was onto something? And now Deborah Norville, we, you know, we keep in touch. She goes, and she's serious when she says it. She goes, I really should be getting royalties. Like, she'll make a joke about it. But I know she means it completely. She was the one who said, I need spackle today. Yeah. Yeah. She, she shows that if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have that franchise. I'm like, okay. All okay. Right. All right. What's your favorite charity? <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to talk about your favorite charities and about breast cancer uh, and about good. all sorts of things. But first, you, you were born. Where were you born in New York? I was born in the Bronx, but I was raised in a suburb outside of Manhattan, like 30 miles outside of Manhattan. So I kind of was raised in a, a little suburb, a little country town. But you were born and raised in New York. You were fascinated with all things beautiful. Yeah. And with Broadway. Yeah. What's the first Broadway show you went to, Laura Geller? Oh, the first one I went to, my father used to take me to all of them. I think it was Camelot. Um, Or could have been South Pacific. There were all those old shows, those classics. My father was a Broadway fanatic and... We would come into New York and go to all of them. So I, I'm pretty sure it was Camelot. That's what came to my mind first. And did you do the Christmas Spectacular every winter? Not every winter, but we went. And I went recently. It doesn't get old, boy, I'll tell you. And they keep reimagining it. So if you haven't been to Rockefeller Center, to Radio City, you, in fact, I'm going to Radio City tonight to see Diana Ross. <gasps> oh! Yeah, yeah. So oh, I'll be my there word. Tonight. Mm-hmm. But you got to go to everybody has to go to the Christmas spectacular. It's nothing that short of a, a Christmas miracle. It is. It is. And the, the 10 soldiers never gets old. I love it. So the 10 soldiers and the living nativity. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. When was the last time you had a chance to go? Three years ago. I go almost every year because I have so many kids and so many grandkids. Uh, it's wonderful. I, we try to gift. make it. Yeah. What a gift and what a memory you're creating every year. And I cannot see a 10 soldier anywhere on a Christmas card, anything without smiling ear to ear and remembering, you know, so I know, but we are in the the month of October celebrating breast cancer awareness month back to yours. I want to get back to your story first. So you, you, you did beauty, you did makeup on Broadway and then for television movies, when did you have that that aha moment where you said, I could make this myself? Like, why am I using other people's products when I could probably do something better? When did that happen? It happened when the talent I would work on would say to me, you know, you got to teach me how to do this myself because I can't always have access to you. And I'd go, all right, I'll give you a makeup lesson. And I would teach them and they really understood it. I didn't realize I was like a really good educator. And they'd go, all right, can I buy it? And I'd go, oh, no, this is just like my stuff. And they're like, well, can you get the stuff for me? And I'd go, I could try. And then I would have to amass like a dozen of something and a dozen. And I would leave little bags at their buildings with their doormen. And 
I was like, this is ridiculous. I really need to start a makeup line. And I saw that there was an opportunity that I didn't ever plan for, but I feel like, you know, build it and they will come kind of thing. It was like everything that kind of happened for me happened by the demand, not because I projected and went, I'm going to do this one day. It was customer demand, basically. And when did you decide, you know what, women over 40 really are marginalized in a lot of the beauty, heck, in a lot of everything. You know, every magazine you pick up has 18-year-old models. When did you say, hey, wait a minute, you know, we're still beautiful, we're still glamorous, we still want to feel pretty, even though we're over 30 or over 40 or over 50. Like, when did your line take that trajectory? Because the thing that I love about your products is it doesn't like go into my, not that I have a lot of wrinkles, but I do not. I was a sun worshiper in the 70s. I did do the baby oil with iodine in it. (laughs) (laughs) What were we thinking? What were we thinking? Did you have the reflector? Yeah, yeah. And you had to lay on a white blanket on cement. Or the roof of someone's home. And then lemon in my hair to give the sun streaks. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You're really taking me back. We all did it. And we all ended up with that hyperpigmentation all over our face. Yeah, yeah. And the lovely thing about my Laura Geller products, especially when I use the spackle. Thank you. A lot of makeup that you use when you're my age. An hour later, you pass a mirror and you go, holy, it like accentuates those hyperpigmentations and lines. It's so true. But yours so stays lovely you. all day. Oh, Delilah, you're just making me feel so good. You know, it's not. And again, that's not an accident. I think, you know, I started doing makeup when I was 18 and I'm 64. And so I would work on women in their 40s, 50s, 60s, but I was young and I really didn't have an understanding for what was going on with them. I sort of knew how to do their makeup, but I couldn't empathize because I was young. 18 and gorgeous and living in the city. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they would start to perspire because they were having a, a hot flesh moment. And I'd be like, why are they? Why are, are you sweating? Please don't sweat. Like, you're ruining my makeup. Please. <laughs> but I think what changed everything, honestly, was that I think because I personally have been working all these decades and living the same pains that an 18-year-old to an 80 below and beyond lives and doing the makeup for people in all those age categories, I think I learned how to combat the issues, but then even better, learned how to create product to combat those issues. And I think, you know, I had a store in Manhattan for 21 years, a makeup studio where people came and I had firsthand knowledge and feedback of what people wanted. It was like my own focus group. You didn't have to pay someone for research. You were the research. That's exactly right. So I knew that like what people didn't want, by the way, at any age group was to fuss. They didn't want it complicated. They wanted something that was fun to use so that they would use it. And they needed good education behind how to do it. 
And I think that I learned quickly how to embody and really sort of deliver on all those cylinders. And I think that's, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because if there's one thing I know how to do is create product and do makeup. I mean, there's so many things I fall short of, but not in that area. So I leaned into my customer who really was 40 plus and realized I was doing her a disservice because we were using young models because it was aspirational, even for them. But they would say to me, I don't look like her. Can't you use somebody that looks like me? And, you know, and I want to see what it looks like when you do somebody that looks like me. And I kept hearing that and hearing that. I was like, why am I avoiding the obvious? And why am I not delivering on my customers' needs? So it was about three years ago. And we did a whole new, you know, a whole deep dive and a brand review. And we knew that our demographic was 40 plus. It's not like your daughter wouldn't have heard of me, though, because I still get stopped by young women who go, oh, my God, you're the highlighter queen. You're the OG of highlighters, you know. So that always makes me happy. But for the most part, we are working with real women and enhancing them, not transforming them, enhancing Yeah. I mean, I did the the 18-year-old modeling thing and, and all that stuff back in the day. But then I became a mom and the whole universe shifted. And, you know, my thing, I do this little radio show, but my thing is... Little radio show. Yeah, you know, I do this little radio show. But my my true gifting or my true calling is caring for children, especially children that have no one else to care for them. And That's I don't awesome. have time for, for an hour yeah. long or two hour long makeup routine. No, you can't be like, get your shoes on. I got to go put my blush on. I'll be right back. Yeah, but but <laughs> my, my Laura Geller products, I mean, literally my makeup routine is no more than three to five minutes. That's all I want it to be, by the way. And I feel lovely. I don't feel like I look made up. I feel like I look pretty enhanced. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. It is 2024, and we're going to get through this together, folks. My campaign promise to all of you here on Next Question is going to be a good time the whole time, we hope. I have some big news to share with you on our season premiere featuring Kris Jenner, who's got some words of wisdom for me on being a good grandmother, or in her case, a good lovey. You know, you start thinking of what you want your grandmother name to be. Like, are they going to call me grandma like I called my grandmother? So I got to choose my name, which is now Lovey. I'll also be joined by Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, to name a few. So come on in and take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. I loved it. Your energy and joy. I'm squeezing every minute I can for you out of this season of Next Question. Last question, I promise. You have to go. I have to go. (laughs) But it's been so fun. And I can't wait for you to hear it. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Delilah, I I can't thank you enough because you really summarized what I'm trying to achieve. And now I, when I hear it the way you said it, I know I've conquered what I was trying to do. Like that, that's everything to me. And I continue, like, I'm not going to sit on my laurels and be like, okay, done. I did it. I did it. I did it. I'm the OG. (laughs) You do have an amazing highlighter. But your eyeshadow you know, the octagon thingies, the really pretty yes, little pieces yeah. that have, oh. Well, because we put ingredients in there that are a soothing to the skin and the tissue of the lid um, and like softening butters and things that when you wear them, even if they have shimmer, they don't exasperate like a dry lid or a hooded lid. Or So women should not be afraid of using something with a little shimmer to it because... I was, and it was my sister that set me straight and said, oh, no, 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 wait till you try these. But I'm going to confess something here. I'm an artist. I like to draw and paint. And when I got your last kit, I was like, I want to reproduce these colors on my palette. Well, Delilah, maybe we could do like, I'm going to talk to my team. I want you to create something. I was trying to match my paint colors to the colors in my eye box I just got. And I finally said, forget this. And I painted with your makeup. (laughs) Painted what? I was working on some flowers and I wanted this rose color that was in my eye box. I couldn't match it. So I wet my paintbrush and I used your eye color and it's like a pastel. I want to see what, do you have that picture? I don't. I gifted it, but I could do another one for you. Okay. I have an idea. We can talk offline, but let your listeners know that I'm on to, I have a brilliant idea and they should look forward to it in time to come. That's all I'm going to say. I have an idea. So I'm, I'm confessing to you that I used my makeup that you gifted me to enhance a painting because I love the rose color. It was a rose gold color that I couldn't match with my paint. So. Oh, you really are an artist. See, I wouldn't have thought to do that. Oh, gosh. I I use anything in my artwork. I use everything. I use anything and everything. 
But is this just for your own satisfaction? Like, what do you do with this art stuff? Is it hanging in your house? Do I have any of my artwork in my house? I don't think so. I, I usually, sometimes I auction it for my charity for Point Hope, and sometimes I gift it. And um, oftentimes it ends up in people's closets or their basement or, you know, wow. but that's okay. It's my therapy. Do you ha- I mean, shame on me for not knowing, but is it, are there any pictures ever that exist on your Instagram page or on a Facebook page or in social media somewhere? Where yeah, people sometimes. Use- okay, I'm going to look. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you offline about my last project. But okay. let's get back to October. October. And you're wearing sort of a shade of pink kind of a heathery purpley pink but -hmm. it's breast cancer awareness month and you have been incredibly motivated to help women and to encourage women and to take the stigmatism away from talking about breast cancer and i love that so tell me a little bit about your journey I mean, I know personally, but tell our listeners why you embrace this and why you give so much of your time and energy and resources to it. Well, you know, I have to say, my whole life, I've always done things for charity and wanted to give back. And breast cancer awareness was always something that I thought, you know, was on my radar. And from time to time, I would do something as a favor for somebody until it hit home. And I got breast cancer in 2019. And, you know, I, my mother had gotten breast cancer in her 80s. And I remember getting tested and they said, oh, you don't have the BRCA gene and you don't have to worry. It's not going to happen and blah, blah, blah. And I always had mammograms every year. I, I'm very conscientious of doing those things. Um, my friend, my very best friend from childhood had passed away that same month from ovarian cancer. And she knew it was right before she passed, she had found out that I got breast cancer. And I thought, that's it. I'm on a mission now. And I was one of the fortunate ones because I only had stage one. And I live in New York City. And because I have people and no people, I was able to be directed to Mount Sinai in New York. One of the best. One of the best. The Dubin Breast Cancer Center um, here in New York. And I have to say, they saved my life. And of course, the radiologist that found my cancer saved my life. But I thought, that's it. So many people don't believe it's going to happen to them. So many people have it so much worse I hear those stories on a regular basis, not just friends, but family and, you know, relatives and customers. And I thought there is a lot of research about it, but there isn't enough talk about it. So I teamed up with the Dubin Breast Center, actually, um, I think it was last year. And we donated um, a portion of sales to Dubin Breast Center. And I continue to work closely. And now I'm on their board. And um, very active in all the new things that are happening with the breast cancer and innovations that are comp- so many wonderful things that nobody in this world today has to miss out on the advances um, that are going on. I mean, of course, not everybody has stage one. Most people find out too late or, you know, it won't have the outcome I had. So I just think it's important. I, I, you know, I didn't think when I turned 61 that this was going to happen to me. So 
Thank you for asking me. Um, but I will continue to advocate for women for everything, not just breast cancer, you know. So tell me about your partnership with Fran Drescher. How did that come oh, about? Oh, my gosh. Oh, so my gosh. Fran I've never met her, but I love her. Yes. Yeah, so that's there's another example of things we do at Laura Geller. Um, she has a charity for those who don't know, and she has a wonderful book called Cancer Schmancer. Cancer Schmancer. Cancer Schmancer. You can hear her saying yeah, it, right? I've heard you her, can say hear her it. saying it. I know. So she actually loved our products, and we knew that she did, and we reached out to her. And she wanted to team up with us, which was huge because, you know, when you get a celebrity of that magnitude and they want to team up with your brand, you know that you're doing something right. Laura has lived, is living a fascinating and inspiring life. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation as much as I have. We have more to talk about after I share a little more love with my podcast sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by a company solving a family problem. They've got the greatest name forever, forever forever.com. I love my family and I love all my family memories, especially all the photos and all the videos of my children and my grandchildren. But I have the same problem as many people. My photos, my videos are everywhere. Some are in old boxes and old photo albums. Others are on social media sites and cloud storage accounts. And thousands are on my phone. But with all these memories spread about everywhere, they're really nowhere. They're difficult to share and they are all in danger of being lost And many are being data mined by advertisers. But recently, I discovered a solution to my photo mess. Forever is the name of a company that's been helping families save, organize, and share their memories for a decade. And I've opened my own account at forever.com. My forever account is my permanent digital home, which I'm now using to safely save, organize and share thousands of family photos and videos. Forever is safe, no data mining, no advertising, and you can design and print beautiful holiday cards, books, and gifts. Start today by opening a free intro account at forever.com. It's easy, but if you need help, call 1-888-FOREVER or choose a Forever ambassador near you. Memories help families stay connected forever. Get started at forever.com and use promo code LOVE for 25% off. I saw something on social media a few weeks ago that was a montage of Fran Drescher's dresses. Her sparkly dresses. Oh, wait, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Oh, my word, is that woman beautiful. You know, when you watch her old, the reruns or whatever, what strikes you is her humor, obviously. But she puts herself together, boy. Well, first of all, what a cute figure she has. What a package. That doesn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, and just her whole style and her personality. And I watched it twice, just... Loving every second of it. And, Me uh, too. Me too. And, you know, 
every time somebody purchases one of her collections that we have, and we, we're doing a new one now with her, I mean, we're on this journey with her. Um, 20% of the proceeds go to her charity, Cancer Schmancer. So we're constantly um, teaming up because let's face it, she has a bigger reach. She has more followers and we want to be part of anything we can do to help anybody um, who's really making making a difference and she's making a huge difference. Well, you're making a difference. You're making a difference by your products. Thank you. You're making a Thank difference you. by your charity work, but mostly you're making a difference just by you, by by your personality oh, and you're your... so kind. It's true. I love meeting women who don't take no for an answer. I I had an epiphany, I don't know, I was maybe in my 30s or 40s and I realized you can do one of two things. You can stand in front of me and try to stop me or divert me or redirect me. Mm -hmm. Or you can stand on the sidelines and applaud me. Or you could go do your own thing and live your own life and, and have your own successes. But if you stand in front of me and try to stop me, you will get hurt. I will mow you down. Oh my gosh, that's me too. Yeah, I know that. And I love that about you. I love that women who, if you don't like the situation, go do something, fix it. That's right. I'll tell you what makes a little bit of a difference. And you have to agree with this. You got to find the thing that you're passionate about. If it's raising money for cancer, whatever it may be, you don't have to be an outgoing person like maybe I am or like you are. You could be an introvert. You can be shy. But you have to find something to clamor onto and say, okay, I got this. I like this. That can change the trajectory of who you are and what you accomplish in life. Because I know everybody's not like me and outgoing. Find a passion, you know. And if I can get there and you can get there, I'm telling you, I didn't have any mentorship. Nobody gave me money. I didn't come from money. I, I just found a passion and makeup was my personal passion. I didn't know that it would ever be something. I thank everything in this world that I was able to get there, but it was my tenacity and my drive. You're right. You got to have it. You got to yeah. find it. My problem is I have too many passions. You do. Uh, it used to be they were, they were all men. Um, and that was a problem. <laughs> uh, Thank God menopause has slowed that down. But <laughs> Oh, I don't relate. <laughs> but I have a lot of passions. And so I'm kind of like a ping pong and a dryer most of the time. But lucky you. Um, I am lucky. I am blessed because I have been able to see and do things I never dreamed as a kid I would ever get to see or do. The difference is you didn't say no. You never said no. You got to roll with life. No, you I got know, to. You do. I remember when I started in the business, somebody said, Dazzle them with. I was going to do a Broadway show, my first Broadway show. And the actress, I won't mention it who it was, but um, they said to me, just dazzle her with brilliance and baffle her with bullshit. And I knew what they meant. They went, you know, just talk, 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 talk. I was so nervous. Honestly, I. You I couldn't talk. Anxiety. No, I talked. Trust me. <laughs> he was like, she was like, who have you made up? And I was like, oh, uh, Barbara Streisand, uh, Bette Midler. No, I never made any of them up. But I, I remember Baffalo with Bullshit. And I was a wreck before I had to go do that show and her. 
but I wouldn't say no. And by the way, I didn't get paid. It was a non-paying job, but I knew that if I got that on my resume, that was going to change my trajectory. It was an opportunity. And for every single person listening who may be saying, okay, but I'm not Delilah and I'm not Laura. I wasn't Laura my whole life. Trust me. I was a different person when I was, you know, in my 20s, 30s, 40s. You just can't say no. You're so right. You can't can't say say no. no. You can't say no. You got to say yes to opportunities. Yes to dreams. Yes to people you love. Yes, 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 yes. I'll try. Yes, I'll try. Sometimes you got to say no to protect your sanity. Yeah. But, you know, I was just asked to to participate with my daughter in Girl Scouting. And I'm like, yes, I can do that. I loved it when I was a Girl Scout. I loved going camping. Yes, you can come and camp at my farm. Oh my gosh. I, if, if anything comes out of my conversation with you, and I know we all hear it all the time, don't say no and push yourself you know, outside your comfort zone, but it really is true. I wouldn't have gotten where I got, and I'm not done yet, by the way. There's, I still look and go, there's more opportunity. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. So that's the other piece of it is keep saying yes, because opportunities keep coming and knocking on your door and you just have to find them and and look at them. Well, thank you, Laura Geller, for your beautiful products. Thank you for your beautiful soul. Thank you for helping other women navigate breast cancer. I, praise God, have not fought that battle yet. You may not and may never, but it may be another battle that comes your way of some kind. Yeah, and and I've discovered... Pretty much every battle that God has called me to fight, it's for a reason, and it develops something in my character that didn't exist before. Uh, Sometimes I wish I were an easier student, you know, that I could learn just by other people's mistakes or other people's battles or whatever, but I'm not. I have to go through the flames. I have to go through the fire. But That's okay. I love the life that God has given me. You're an amazing woman who, just so you know, you're changing lives daily. And I think... That's something a lot of us don't give ourselves credit for, but you are. Just by having me and taking the time to listen to me and whatever I could have possibly imparted today, you do this on a regular basis. You do it in your real life. I just applaud you and I look up to you. All right. Now you're going to come in and meet my zebra. I know. I'm picturing myself in overalls. I'm picturing myself literally no makeup. Well, you would do want to put the spackle on because it's got that little sparkle in it, the goldish one. Oh, that's the champagne. Yeah, oh, yes, I'll share yes, my yes. champagne spackle with okay, you. Okay, so we'll both sport some spackle. Okay. But I need to come out of my comfort zone because feeding a zebra, the closest I got to animals was a safari at Great Adventures, the VIP tour. And that was the last time I came in close to an with animal. animals. Yeah. So it's it's I think I'm due. And I think this one I can't say no to. Laura Geller, thank you for spending time with us today. This has been delightful. And women, get the girls checked. If you've Always. not had your, your yearly exam, get the girls checked. So important. So important. And what's Fran's cancer schmancer? Cancer schmancer. And 20% of the proceeds from her collections on laurageller.com will go to her charity. And so really important, you know, any place that gives back, I'd rather put my money toward places like that. Amen. Thank Amen. you so much. Have a great rest of your autumn. And uh, Ooh, thank you. find the overalls. I've got the boots, but you find the overalls. Okay.
<laughs> sure right. will. Thank you, sweetheart. It was a pleasure and so much fun. Ladies, we need to be here for each other in every stage of our life and through all the challenges that life sends our way. We need to be our own best champions and to take our roles as sisters, daughters, mothers, aunties, and friends seriously. We need to support and cheer each other on. I know you know this. It's called preaching to the choir, but I want to implore you to put a little extra effort into that this month. Go get your mammograms. Take a friend or a loved one to get theirs too. Early detection is the key. My guest today is doing a remarkable job of reminding us that no matter our age or perhaps because of our age, we are beautiful, we are wise, we have value, and we are seen. Look at your reflection in the mirror and remind yourself of that as well. And if you want to treat yourself to some affordable luxuries, visit laurageller.com where you might find a product or 10 that you don't want to live without. It's weightless, silky color that never cakes and is made for you. Enjoy everything October has to offer. Join me on the airwaves each night. Catch my daily podcast, Hey, It's Delilah, for a few minutes of inspiration each weekday. And meet me right back here in a couple of weeks where I'll be joined by another guest with another wonderful story to tell. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.